previously on Night's Quest. I guess it's time for us to leave the beacon. With that, the party splits once again. Quiss really wants a new hat. A spear whizzes past you guys, and you see a group of orcs. Welcome to an episode of Night's Quest. Today I want you guys to do a little math with me. You guys like math? I, mean, I was I mean, told no. explicitly that I wouldn't have to do any fucking math like, after I stopped doing no. college. Okay, so season one of Night's Quest has 40 episodes. Yeah. Right? Okay, 40. Well, let me yeah. get on my calculator. Get your calculator. Yeah. Season two has 36 episodes. Right. Okay, we're all tracking so far. Yeah, so if you put those together, that's 48. Okay, I'm with you. That's very, very not true. My calculator says it's the square root of 10. Okay, (laughs) all right. Everyone tracking at home will know that that's 76. The episode we're listening to right now of season three is episode 24 of season three. Right. If you add those all together. If you multiply three times 24, because it's a season and the episode. Right. Nope. Yeah. Nope. This is why we're comedians, I guess. Um, no, this yeah, is that was Nathan's equivalent of everyone's a fucking comedian. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is episode one hundred. This is episode, episode one hundred. This is our one hundredth. I can't believe we got there. Episode. I can't believe we did it. Now, have we released more than one hundred things on this podcast? Yes, including bonus content and and the like. But this is our one hundredth proper episode, and dang it, we celebrating today. One hundredth canonical yeah. story episode. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. And we're to celebrate, we are in the jungle. We're, we're celebrating by doing the episode. By yes. doing it. No. Uh, <laughs> to celebrate, we're going to do the thing that we would normally do. Vote now on your phones. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in, all, in all honesty, I'll talk more about this at the end of the episode in the announcements. But for the rest of the next month of December, uh, we will be releasing some bonus content to... A, celebrate 100 episodes, and B, give us a mid-season break, so... Yeah! So get excited. There's some good stuff. We've got an episode in the works of almost like a little prequel in Goldon that I'm not <laughs> oh, in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't even listened to all of that yet, so oh, that's... Yeah. I'm so excited for that one. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> Another almost prequel where we're going to be reading the original... Night's Quest book I wrote mm. in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also some of our favorite gems of our uh, some of our warm-ups that we do, and you guys are going to love them. Uh, <laughs> That'll be fun. I'm really excited to hear those again, yeah. That's not this episode. This episode, we're in a jungle, and there's stuff getting thrown around. People's faces. People's faces are getting thrown around? No, things are getting <laughs> thrown around not. at okay. people's faces. Somebody's throwing yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, our crew... He's in the middle of the Orwell jungle, and a spear has just been thrown past our face. There are some orcs approaching us. What do you do? 
Where where does the spear go? Does it hit a tree? Does it sail away yes. to be lost? Yeah, it uh, it impaled in um in one of the roots that Trouble was trying to climb. <laughs> Quiz Quiz tries to get it, but he ends up just kind of hanging from it a little bit, like he's trying to like <laughs> like pull it down from where it is in the tree. You know what? Give me a strength check from excellent, Quiz. excellent. <laughs> okay, difficulty one. Probably still gonna fail. Quiz is not known for his physical prowess, but you know. Who knows? Let's get this started right. All right, yeah, yeah. so this difficulty one, you say? Yeah. What does Chris have for strength? Two. Oh, he was working out. Good for him. That is a success with disadvantage. Okay, yeah, I think... Um, also, that puts able- Quiss at tw- canonically twice as strong as Rainer. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Leroy. Quiss is as strong as Leroy and Perfect. Rainer combined. Uh, no, he's. I think I like that. He's able to get the spear, but not after, nice. like hanging from it for a while and kind of looking silly about it. Quiz just has a spear now, yeah. He immediately stows it in Christopher. <laughs> oh. And it fits. It just goes... Yep. He just really puts it away. Yeah. Right away. Okay. There is a group of six orcs and they approach and again, they kind of start by speaking in orcish, primarily. Grog says, oh, uh, he, he says in your guys' language, he's like, um, oh. We we speak Orcish, but the rest of the group doesn't. So could you just repeat what you just said in in their in this language? <laughs> One of the the orcs. Um, they're all dressed kind of similarly to everyone else had been in the beacon. Okay, not quite as fancy, but you know, similar attire, uh, similar fashion. I mean, you haven't gone that far. It's been not even a full day of travel. Right, right, right. And one of the lead orcs of the group says, "Uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna need a spear back. If you give us a spear back." It'd be great. Uh, we're we're hunting for some. There's a, there's oh. a some trujas in the area, and we're trying to catch us some trujas. So we need the spear back. Thank you. No. <laughs> what do you mean? No, that's ours. Well, I'm pretty pretty sure it's in my bag. So a different orc speaks because I hate that voice. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> How'd you get the fit in the little bag? Is that a short joke? No, the bag's <laughs> like really small. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's bigger on the inside. Oh. I like I like that guy's voice, Rainer. Um, I think he I think he got his shield out when there was a spear chucked at them. Oh uh, hell yeah. yeah! And I think <laughs> he says, "So okay, just to be clear, you threw it at us on accident." That's a great question. No. So if which one of us did you think was a true hus? Uh, well, uh, uh, I'll be honest. I didn't think you guys were a true hus. I threw it because I thought it would. It would be intimidating. Um, Eloise sees that uh, Rainer's proverbial hand is where his hit be at, and so she draws her uh, meteor <laughs> hammer as well. Oh, no way. This isn't what I was expecting. You know what? No. You know what? Roll this. This is a roll. We're rolling today. 100 episode, 100 rolls. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe not 100 rolls. That might be quite a few. That's the... <laughs> yeah. Everybody who's listening to this looks down and sees that it's a five-hour Night's Quest episode. <laughs> it's all discussion, and then right in the last, like, 30 minutes, we're like, shit, we got all our rolls. Well, technically, I've rolled twice, and you've rolled once. We're at three. Three already, so we're doing great. Okay, um, roll for fear. You're trying to intimidate him. Who? Um, What's the difficulty? Two. Eloise. Oh, Eloise. Right, right, right. Yeah. Success with advantage. Okay, uh, you intimidate and advantage. I'm in is my gonna... fighting stance. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
She's got that fighting stance. Is, is that the training. advantage that she finally has her fighting stance? No, she already learned a fighting stance. Oh, she did. Yeah, but okay. she's using she just, the correct weapon now. So it's oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Yes, she's just been practicing how to use that weapon now. Right. True. Advantage is going to be this. Oh, hey, okay. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, you can have the spear. It's your spear now. We didn't need it. It's fine. Uh, let's start over. Yeah, I'm sorry. What's happening? Yeah, I... sure. Let's start over here. Hi, this is. Uh, my friends and me and and my name is um my name is Caden Rock Smasher. <laughs> yeah, that's Caden. That's Caden Rock Smasher. Uh, he's the strongest of all this, obviously. Uh, my name and he flexes his forehead muscles. <laughs> my name is Flim Nose Scratcher. Uh huh. his nose. I- I'll be honest, I didn't I didn't get the best of names, but you know what? I like it. <laughs> It's true about who I am. <laughs> and, uh, there's more of us. What brings you guys out into the, <laughs> the jungle? No, I, no I, wasn't, I wasn't, like, purposely not introducing someone. I was just trying to think of names. <laughs> we are the only ones among us that speak your language. Oh, okay. Yeah, the rest aren't fair. I mean, you heard, um... Coral, but uh, his ho- his voice is really sore today from screaming, so he's not going to talk anymore today. <laughs> he's getting over a head cold. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle sickness. Am I right? It'll get you. Jungle sickness, yeah. There's actually a lot of them. There's a lot of jungle sicknesses, so we're not sure which one it is. We're, cons- we're heading into the beacon to get it checked out. Uh, um, no rush. Uh, it's a little chaotic there at the moment. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh. There was a fire at the bottom of you. What? Yeah. Yeah, you're, oh, no. that they definitely don't like having fires there. It's a rule oh. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> like we've been there a lot. We live in the area. Speaking of knowing, we got somebody who knows a lot about trees in the jungle. Hi, I'm Grilta, tree knower. <laughs> oh, you're such a general. Oh yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> such a general. True Hoss 5. Uh, nice to make your acquaintance. Well, yeah, that's some. Uh, we're just new guy. We're, that's why we're on the hunt. We're trying to bump that up. <laughs> I think one of them does say that. He's like, my name, my name's Dart Peer of Pants. That's my work name. <laughs> Dart, please, please, <laughs> please. Don't speak unless you've killed a banus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did we let him on in the book? He hasn't even killed a banus. Yeah, that's... I lied my way into the heart hunting party. <laughs> I'm a very good Dart. liar, surprisingly. Dart, come on now. <laughs> We're uh, we're just traveling. Yeah, we're going we're going to somewhere. No, we're not going to somewhere. We're going somewhere else. Oh yeah, that's right. We're on the road to Garka. That's where we're going. That was it, Garka. Your friends went to somewhere. Yeah, I had something that I wanted to say to Katrina, and I totally forgot about it. But now everyone's gone, and so hopefully that's fine. All right. Well, um, since we've already decided, you get to keep the spear. Yes. <laughs> I guess you guys be safe in the jungle. Yeah, I mean, do you guys, you guys need anything different colors? Or... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it real quick. Excuse us, friend. Oh, good, boy. good sirs. Good sirs. Uh, and Jonathan, Jonathan, like, takes off his, his jester's cap and, like, bows really low, like, showing off his ridiculous fucking hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we, we go. Uh, we can tell that you, you, of course, are followers of the heinous religion. I mean, obviously. That's why you're, you're hunting the mighty Trujas. But what if we could tell you? Of a way of life that was better. That was more simple. I, I like th- I like things that are more simple. That's right, pair of pants. We got this for you. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We want, I got a friend we want to introduce to you. Their name is Sim. You're the spirit of light, the lord of color. The three in one. Three in one. Yeah. Got a whole song about it. Got a whole song about it. But we, we're not going to sing it right now. I'm not ready. I didn't warm up my vocal cords this morning. <laughs> it really works best with the whole light show and everything, too. So, you know. Yeah, it was a good show. We did a good show. Anyway, would you be interested in making a new friend? The spirit of Sim. And J- Jonathan, like, holds back whatever he was about to say and just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> dice roll number four. Here we go. Uh, so Gorg is going to be using a move that he's got called Evangelize. He rolls camaraderie. Use nice. one PP. Try to convince someone to join your faith. So, oh, he's got a okay camaraderie, which is surprising with the name Friend Maker, you know? <laughs> is Jonathan going to help him with this, or is he just going to let Gorg do the talking now? No, so I was going to ask you, I have an idea for a way to add a boost, but I feel like it doesn't make sense for Jonathan to lead with that. I should probably roll and let the outcome decide how good the help is. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, Probably persuasion. Okay. Just a straight up persuasion. Uh, yeah, just roll roll up persuasion difficulty three, and this the is seeing if you're able to add anything. Look, it's gonna be a five rolls already. We'll hit a hundred. We got this. <laughs> nope, it's null. It's just nothing. It all canceled out. It's just a failure. You, whatever analogy you were using, the tra- it didn't translate. Yeah, we're gonna roll, and t- ooh, that's a lot of okay. One success, Love three. It disadvantages don't love it also i have now decided to start recounting how the dice are rolled we're gonna count each individual dice rolled so i just rolled five of them so we're probably at 10 dice already out of 100 so we'll get to 100 (laughs) dice 100 rolls real fast thank you very much (laughs) thank you very much ladies and gentlemen okay (laughs) with that success they will be convinced i mean this isn't like uh they're gonna give their whole life right now but they are definitely interested and convinced three disadvantages could be Three of the orcs aren't, though. Mm, okay. So it's like split 50-50. The ones who understand versus the ones who don't understand. Peer of Pants and <laughs> Rock Smasher and No Scratcher are are interested. They're they're intrigued by this conversion. The other three obviously aren't because they're not listening to that language. All right. That sounds pretty cool. I'm always down for more uh, friends and more spirits. I like colors. Are there any cool animals to hunt? There's like space geckos and mist walkers <laughs> and like ghost armies and giant scorpions. Oh yes, please kill as many of the scorpions as you can. That would be great. How big are the scorpions? They are giant. That sounds dope as hell. <laughs> yeah, I think after we go and get um, you know, his uh, jungle sickness checked out, we'll we'll head over that way. Yeah, I mean, I I can't speak for these guys, but I'm 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 definitely I'm I'm going to somewhere. As soon as possible. And I don't exactly have, like, a packed social calendar, so I might, uh, I think I might do the same. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. This, um, actually, we're gonna need you to, uh, pair of pants, uh, you, you, you can't. Uh, yeah, um, we need you, uh, you, the special hunting mission while we're gone. Yes. <gasps> a special hunting special. mission? Yes. I'm going to finally get a banus. Oh, no, no, no. This isn't a simple banus. This is... We, you are hunting for uh, the heinous itself. Whoa, whoa, I think you're going to kill him, man. I don't you're think I'm supposed him. to do that, like, heretically. No, you can't. You can kill a heinous, yeah. It's the heinous pentis you can't. Oh, okay. I thought you were telling me to go kill the, the spirit itself. Like, uh, no. the... 
I was really confused for a sec. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that sounds great. Oh, he's gonna die. He's absolutely gonna die. He's he's gonna be dead. You just so have think- to, you just have to go to the center of the beacon. Uh huh. And clap loudly. And clap loudly. And, and yell. Yeah. Heinous, heinous. Come out. Come out. And if it doesn't happen the first four days, keep doing it. <laughs> he's, he's right there in the city? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Leroy leans over to our group and goes, wow, what a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Quist goes, oh my god, right? Everybody knows the heinous is in the woods. Not in the heinous city. is in the trees. Come on. Right, does heinous does heinous live in the trees, Quirk? <laughs> Grelta, uh, you want to you want to give us a input on this? Uh, we we generally kinda, don't know. Yeah, more like in a cave in the trees, but yeah, yeah, trees. That's why I said cave in trees. <laughs> so I think uh, Grog tells them a little bit more just about the simplicity, and then they eventually part ways. Quiz, write down that you have a spear now. <laughs> oh, it's it's in it's in Christopher. Like nice, no doubt. nice. Is that in your inventory? We didn't I mean. change colors of anything. No. No, I'm I'm not saying this because I think you guys forgot. I'm saying like Jonathan is like very aware of that. <laughs> like no oh, transaction gotcha. happened in this. <laughs> I think I know how to I know how to reconcile that moving forward. But yeah, make sure you write down spear and quizzes. Oh, it's it's fucking. You got it. You got it. <laughs> to resolve this first day, we still have Rainer, Gorg, Leroy, and Abiel. To um, what do they do today? I know what Leroy is going to do. He's also going to use a move. Um, nice, not just because nice. I'm trying to roll dice, but I'm, I genuinely want to use moves. Right. Is he has a move that I haven't used once since season three started because uh, I forgot. It's called use acrylics. He's going to paint. He's going to use his drawing skill. Yeah. Use one IP to create a picture and it can contain a hidden meeting. Oh, that's fun. So I'm going to okay. say if there are advantages or disadvantages, those will be the meaning. Oh, okay. Now, it's not going to be a deep... You know, elaborate one. It's going to be more of a sketch while they're walking. Yes. But we're going to go for it. And <laughs> I think for that reason, it's going to be a simple painting. Difficulty two. Setback because they're walking. And then Leroy has one proficiency in drawing, but four in skill. So it's going to be a total of seven dice. Nice. So we're at 17 dice, baby. <laughs> oh, you hate to see it. Um, That's oh, no. just one failure. So he's not able to get the drawing. What does that look like practically? Like as they're walking, you know, he's he's trying to draw, but maybe trying to draw a bird. But then you know, fly, they walk past it or it flies away. Or oh, he's yeah. just he's just not really able to find anything that that catches his the muse. You know, huh. his inspiration. That's too bad. And the walking, definitely. I mean, that was the last failure because of the walking was the reason. So that's Leroy. For this day in particular, I Rainer is just gonna go back to his his old standard he hasn't done in a while of just trying to get better at music. Um yeah. he's gonna practice. Yeah, I hear practicing an instrument helps you play it good. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. I think in particular, I think he's working on the song Mending Melody. I, I really like the idea that Jared told me about of what if Mending Melody is like played more minorly and would that hurt people? <laughs> Mm. I just have like this magical pain inflicting song. <laughs> yeah, so basically you're trying to learn a new song. Right. I I think yep. in fiction he's just like practicing the song until he like realizes that there's this other weird way he could play it or something, you know? But yeah. the effect I want 
is to see if he can gain that possibility. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely yep. gonna give you up. Absolutely gonna let you down. <laughs> oh no. no! That's a different song. That's a different song. <laughs> okay, um, wow. then let's have you roll for music, Avi. It's gonna be tough. You're making a new song, so it's gonna be difficulty right. three. Yep. Make one of them a red, though. Oh, okay. How many dice are you rolling total? Right now I have two green, two yellow, two purple, one red. That is seven dice total. 24 dice. Let's go. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. That is... That's a success with, yes, one advantage. Okay. So this is great news uh, for you. You learn a new song. Randall learns a new song. Instead of mending melody, it's the hurting him. Oh. Uh, or, I was, or, or what see, about what about maiming melody? Maiming, maiming melody is melody. pretty good. Maiming melody is good. I like that one as well. I was trying to I was trying to think of more M words, yeah. I know, I couldn't so I just like gave up and and went with a different alliteration, but maiming melody is very good. I'm writing down maiming melody unless we come up with another M word for pain. And let's just go with obviously roll for music, uh, but it will do emotional damage. I think I just wrote emotion and all, but that's fine. <laughs> emotion and all. Rainer has his first attack spell. I hate, I don't even want to say this, but I feel like I should for for fiction's sake. Like, if he learns and figures out how to play it, it must have hurt somebody, right? Right. Somebody yeah. might get hurt. <laughs> like, well, here's where we come in with yeah. the advantage. We have that advantage rolling Ooh. around. Okay. I'm gonna say with that advantage, Jamie, you get to decide how specifically that came about. Did you hurt a creature moving around? Maybe it just hurts one of your friends temporarily, like not enough that serious harm, but you go, oh, hold on, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if anyone in our group would have like very susceptible hearing or some crap like that, you know, like, like trouble because, because he still has bigger ears. Animal ears. Oh no. Oh no. It's gotta be. Like right. he's he's fiddling around with the song and he's trying different notes and stuff and um all of a sudden <laughs> trouble just like winces in pain and he just like claps his hands over his ears and he's just like oh god oh ow oh my head oh my it it hurts so much my head and and of course he's just like oh god I'm so sorry I don't know what just happened but apparently I have I I think I did that and I'm so sorry um. And then there's just a really awkward conversation where he tries to apologize for that. I guess I just have a pain song now. You have a pain um, song. Yeah. That's it. Which is yeah, what I'm I was going to... for, so that's a success, but I don't know. The stinging song, yeah. the maiming melody, the harmful yeah. hymn. Next up on my list, let's go with Abil just real quick. This is his first travel episode nice. moment where he gets to do something. Good for you, Oh, Abil. that's true. Yeah. Wouldn't, didn't he travel with us halfway to the... He did, but he never got to do stuff. Oh. Did we not have like full shoot? travel episodes, maybe? No, there were full travel episodes, but he wasn't a full party member. Oh. <laughs> you know what? know what huh no what he is going to try to gain a proficiency in music yes oh go for it yes chase your dreams yes because he likes singing and he realizes someone has to play the cymbals someone has to be good at playing the cymbals okay he is going to attempt to roll from music and he's going to do it by using existing role he's got He's going to make a lore roll because he knows lots of songs from his history because he's got a very good lore skill. So that's how I'm justifying that. So he's going to make a lore check. Uh, difficulty four. 
Or sorry, difficulty three, but he rolls four positive dice. Yeah. And uh, he asks Rainer for help. Yes! I was kind of hoping you would say that. He gets the boost. Rainer is a little bit... A little bit surprised, but... 32 dice. Tentatively, he's about that. He's about helping him. So I think Rainer is definitely in on this. Okay. Three of the positive dice were blank. Oh, no. But all the negative dice were only disadvantages. Oh. So that leaves us with one leftover disadvantage and one success. <gasps> so Abiel gets the music. All right. Oh, snap. All right. Abiel gets proficiency in music. Doing awesome. what? Um, singing. He's nice. a singer. Nice. I will say his disadvantage, though, is going to be that he does push himself a little too much on this first day. Oh, you don't and want so that. Yeah. His vocal cords are going to be sore, so he won't be able to and use gets, the music. He gets a case of the pygmy stallions. Sure. It's a little horse. A little horse. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to use his music skills tomorrow. He has to recover them. He's got a cool down yeah. on that skill. You yeah, can't use yeah. your music skill for 24 hours. Exactly. And then finally for Grog, I think I just want him to have a quick conversation with Jonathan. Nice. Um, he goes, man, this was such a great success today with those orc hunters. Well, like the walking? Oh, I, I see. Yeah, we were able to, to promote the simplicity and we didn't even need to use the symbols. We, it was I, so great. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get to use the symbols, and that was, I, I mean, it's, so didn't, need, didn't need to, didn't get to. I like the symbols. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I like, I like the symbols, too. I mean, they're really cool, but, like, it just shows that there's something about our religion that we're sharing, and that's, you know, what's most important is the faith and the, the, the people coming to know Sim. And, yeah, the money's nice, but, like, we don't, we don't need that. That's not what this is about, you know? I think Jonathan says, Grog, buddy, you say... You say our and we, and like, we are friends, we are partners, we are in whatever this is together. I'm all about playing both sides of it. I'm all about a balance between the business and the message, because that was our agreement. That was our, uh, that was our, our bond with Sim. You, but you, you call, you call this a, a, a faith and a religion, and I'm happy for you. I am. I'm happy for you that you have this whatever you think this is i don't feel the same way that you feel and i feel like i would be remiss if we were to keep going like this and it didn't tell you how i felt because i don't feel the same way gora goes oh i uh right yeah that makes sense i mean you've always been uh so it, it was about the business from the beginning i mean that's why we we left I, Goldon okay. and... No, I mean, that's not... No, I mean, that's why we went for Sim, was so we could get more True Blue, and we could... And he kind of, like, holds up the bottle, and he's like, No, you, you're right. The business. We got the business. Whoa, hey, no, that's not... That's not what I'm trying... We met Sim. As a, like, as a real thing. that We met Sim. And we talked with Sim. And Sim is in this extra-dimensional space in a crystal in an oasis in a <laughs> desert. I don't understand what... Faith, air quotes, faith, what religion, I, I don't understand what this praising thing is that you're doing. Like, he doesn't hear us, can't see us, we're not, we're not lifting him up, we're not giving him anything. I, 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 sending people his way and having people meet him 
and hang out with him and spend time with him. Like, that's, that's fulfilling to me. I don't know what this, it's great if it's, if it's making you feel better, but I don't understand where this religion thing came from. I don't understand what this is. Jonathan Rokomaruri, because I'm, I'm doing that not because I don't think, um, no, I agree. Oh, I, I just truly don't know how Grog would respond, and so I want yeah. the dice to pick. And hundred dice. And also, we gotta get to that hundred dice. Hundred dice. dice. How many um, difficulties? I'm gonna say difficulty three, but a boost. Um, obviously, because of, of the friendship. So how many dice did you roll total? Six. Six? So I think we're at 30 dice. 30 dice. My math might be wrong by the end of this, so we just gotta overshoot it. <laughs> so it. it's a success, but with three disadvantages. Mm, okay. Okay. So I, uh, I think I was having you roll for yeah him just answering that question whether or not he would shut down or not. So he will answer the question. I'm gonna take one disadvantage, being that he will be frustrated about this a bit. Grog will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a, a frustration. Uh, number two is a beal will get involved oh of course difficulty three will be difficulty three uh, sorry not difficulty three sorry disadvantage <laughs> three is that this will be the end of the conversation for today because um, of the frustration wow so gorg's gonna say no, i'm glad that you agree with me that it's important to send people to sim I mean, because sim they're all alone all alone in that desert as you pointed out and so yeah that should be something we're we're doing but all this other stuff I mean, don't you feel the weight and the importance? I mean, we met and encountered a spirit that created the colors of the world. Like, don't don't you feel the gravity of that? Doesn't mm. that make you want to like to celebrate, to 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 honor that person who a gifted us this gift with the power to change the colors of the world, and you just want to use that to turn a profit, to make money? That's all. That's all you're thinking about. And I think it's at this point that Abil comes in and he says, you know, I think uh, I'm not quite as fanatic as uh, Grog is, no offense, but I think he's got the point that we do have a lot of uh, responsibility and uh, of, of being one of the few people we've ever met this old ancient being. I mean, I met, we've all met Neener Neener and Sim, both, all of us. I mean, uh, we have no shadows, Jonathan. I mean, that's something... I don't know. I just think that's, uh... I like the money, too. I mean, I do the numbers and the money. I, I'm torn between you both. I'm like a parent who has got the two children. <laughs> but, uh, At this second, I think uh, Grog has a good point. We should... Uh, we should be having... Something... To say how much we appreciate this him. And so, whether or not that's what Jonathan was intending with his question, this is how it was received. Interesting. Jonathan has one more thing to say. Sure. And now... Yeah. I think he kind of like steps back a little bit and just like like puts his arms out. He's just like, look at me. Like just look at me. <laughs> Sim is not the first spirit I've met. I've met like at least four by now. <laughs> yeah. And they're kind of two for zero like two and oh. Good and bad. Like it's like a par. Even, you know, too good, too bad. Oh you right. Know, yeah. I just it's not <laughs> It's. I guess it's not. I guess it's just not as big of a deal for me, at this point. Mm. And that's where the conversation ends for the day.
That is the end of our first day of travel. It's now time for day two. Obviously, Grilta is guiding, but who in our party will set the pace? Uh, Quiz. He's got a spear. Nice. Okay. <laughs> He's just feeling real proud about that fact. To everyone's fear and dismay. <laughs> what is the pace today? Uh, the pace is leisurely. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Roll the d20, Quiz. And that brings us up to 31 dice rolls. A 17. I bet we're doing it now. Okay. All right. okay. You say episode these 100. things as if we're all in all right. on this. Yeah. Episode 100. You say these things as if to make me nervous, yes. <laughs> what does everyone do on their, their leisurely day? Again, we get to take more time as we stroll yeah. through the jungle. We can stop and pause. I already know Grog's thing is he's going to be like taking proper time to help Eloise uh, fight. He kind of needs to distance himself from the boys. He wants time with Eloise. <laughs> so we can just start with that one, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, sure that's Eloise's yeah. then, too. Yeah. We'll just start with that one. Uh, they're just going to work on her use of the, the meteor hammer specifically. She knows the basics of fighting, but not the basics of the meteor hammer. So I'm going to have uh, Grog do a camaraderie roll to determine how much he can help with Eloise's probably his weapon handling roll. Okay, that's five more dice. We're at 36. Nice. And that one is going to be success with two advantages. So she gets two Great. boosts. Hell yeah. Good Easy stuff. Money. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Eloise, make a weapon handling roll. Difficulty three, because we're trying to get a proficiency added, right? Right, yeah, I don't have a proficiency. And get those two boosts in there. So, Oh. How many dice did you just roll? we got to keep track of this. Seven. Garbage. Seven? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're at 43 dice rolled. We're we're cruising. 43 dice. That's a success with three advantages, my guys. Whoa. Diddly dang, diddly dang dang. All right. Okay. So, yeah, she gets a proficiency in whip. Hell yeah, finally. Excellent. Good stuff, good stuff. Grog teaches her, obviously, how to use the meteor hammer. You know, the techniques, how to throw it, how to bounce it off your foot, how to wrap it around your arm. I'm really glad that there's more meteor hammer representation in media, because I watched Shang-Chi, and it's in there. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, dope. It's like that. It's like that. Holy crap. So go watch that, everyone. It's a good movie. Excellent. Um, Three advantages. I will let you decide, Jake. Do you want that to be one big chonker? Or three little good things. <laughs> uh, one big chonker. All right, we'll let you make a move. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We will create a move, um, a combat-based move. Oh, okay. It's going to be a combo move. Now, I don't actually know how meteor hammers work that well, so this might be wrong. <laughs> but it could be something where she is able to use an ally to help her fight. Some it. like it wraps around them as well. Some crazy acrobatic shit, yeah. Yeah. It it all kind of revolves around like binding around um like body parts and then releasing the tension to get like mm-hmm. directional force on stuff and like swinging and spinning. So, I'm trying to think of how that could be used in Could it be something where like it's in a combination with one of Grog's punches. So like when she releases, he also <laughs> gives it like a punch to like double accelerate it. That could be really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the sound of it though. Well, I'm just trying to. Th- so, is this a is this a Grog specific duo move, or is this a like anybody in the party can help? I w- I would say to make it beneficial to you, anybody could do it. But I think if there's ever any ever the chance, it's going to be Grog who does sure. it. But yeah, you could use the rule would be written an ally helps you um, yeah because i mean i could think of i could think of a way that jonathan could help with lazy river yeah. i could think of a way that quiz could help with oh, his rings. dude so so what is what is eloise's camaraderie does she have a good camaraderie skill um she has one check in camaraderie and three in charisma 
Yeah. So let's have this. The move is, I love doing this with moves, is it uses camaraderie to do a weapon attack. Oh, okay. Cool. I can see that. A boosted weapon attack, too. And I'll let you decide. That one can either use a KP or a PP. Obviously, you're using camaraderie, so a PP would make sense. But it is a physical attack, so a KP would also make sense, too. Or it's one of each. This is a this is a good move. Yeah, I think that makes sense, using KP and PP. All right, one KP, one PP. You use camaraderie to make an attack roll. And this could... This is... I mean, this is going to be something that we do for any type of weapon, so... Um, that's specific to us. So we could just call it, call it flanking is what the move could be called, you know? Uh, yeah, I really wanted to call it double dragon, uh, but that's only really funny double for people dragon. who play street fighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also super smash bros would be funny. Super that is funnier. smash bros. That's funnier. Super smash bros is way better. Yep. That's the move. That's it. <laughs> there it is. There- got it. It'll always be a bro helping out with this move because Eloise is the only girl in the party. <laughs> and she is now. Guys. Uh, oh, except Grilta. Except Grilta. Yeah. I guess I'm not a party member, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're one. one. We're one. We're one. Um, okay. So that's Gorga and Eloise for this leisurely day. And they spend their time. Yeah. Uh, nice. Combat training. They even, yeah, they come up with some of those inner working moves where maybe like she rolls over his back. As she like wraps it around him and then over and he does a couple punches, you know, and it's, it's just, they start to flow. They got almost like a little rhythm. I love the idea of her like, like shooting the heavy end of the meteor hammer at him and him just like walloping it, like changing its trajectory completely with the the tiger gloves. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. With the sandrake gloves and his brass knuckles. So it's just, I mean, it's a punch. So he's able to like have it curve in an angle almost. <laughs> Gets like embedded in a tree and they have to spend a few minutes like retrieving it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a physically grueling day, but at the end of it they are both better fighters from it. Rourke is not legally allowed to increase his skills in fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll give him a proficiency check in No, because he was he was willing to help you, so he doesn't get any. He gets a friendship point is what he gets. Friendship points. It's been so long. Friendmaker's got four friendship points. Makes sense. There you go. I know what Trouble's going to do. In the previous episode, Trouble gained a walking stick. Um, <laughs> and I think, like, as they're traveling today, earlier in the day, he's just kind of, like, swinging it just kind of as you do when you have a thing in your hands, right? But then he realizes it's, like, not that dissimilar from the reeds they were fighting with at mm. the uh, at the Instagram, right? And I think it kind of leads him to wonder, like... Man, I wonder what fighting with a, a staff is like. Oh yeah, like like a bow staff. A bow or staff. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I guess I don't know who that was directed to, but I like the idea of him trying to find, or maybe if this walking stick is heavy enough to swing, I don't know, or finding a new one of a bigger staff. So I think that's something he's going to be on the lookout for now. Oh, so you're looking for a stick. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And that's going to be easy. That's a searching roll. Excellent. Searching roll. I feel like you're in the jungle. So difficulty two on finding stick. Does anyone want to help me look for sticks? It would be really funny if absolutely nobody wants to. You know (laughs) what? They think it's stupid. It just reminds me of those old videos (laughs) of the the birds where it's like, stick, peck, peck. You know what? (laughs) I think... I remember episode one of this season, we had started yeah. a tiny bond between Abiel and Trouble. Did we? And it was it was brief. It was like a two-second 
thing, and I was like, oh, I like hell this. yeah, okay. And now that Raish is gone, <laughs> I think yeah. I think Abil will join yeah. Trouble in the search for uh, like a bow staff. Like he's like, nice. I also, I think I I should have something to protect myself if a monster comes. He has no skills of any kind in combat. Okay, but no, it's all in he accounting. Wants to, he wants to stick. <laughs> He wants a stick. He's min-maxed his math skills. Um, you're both. They're both going to make a searching roll and get a boost to it. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, we're also the only two. Um, I think we're the only two Tariv buddies left. We are. So they yeah. talk about that. They bond over that. Yeah. So we'll roll and then have a little dialogue from that. <laughs> the desert's hot, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. Okay, uh, I did two difficulty, one boost. Was that right? Yep. So how many dice is that total? Five total. We're at 50, and then I'm rolling another seven, 57. Did we add the dice from our training with uh, Eloise and Grog? I don't remember. I certainly wasn't counting. Uh, it's at 65 now. Yeah, I was going to say, you counted my seven dice. Uh, dang it. Okay, 55 then. I have three successes and nothing else. The rest cancels out. So success. Okay. Okay. I got two successes. Four advantages. Wow. Okay. Jeez. So um, they both find a walking stick. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm gonna take one of those advantages. Is that Abiel gets a friendship point? Trouble. Trouble got a walking stick in the previous episode. Like what mm. I was hoping to find was a longer one that he could like yes. fight people with. Correct. Yeah. So excellent. Excellent. So you both are able to acquire. I'm just gonna say. So like a quarter staff. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say both have a quarter staff, and they do have some pleasant conversation of. Yeah. So. uh... You were in the 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 gate. Yes. Oh yeah, they're both from Tarive. <laughs> yeah, I was there one time. Uh, maybe I saw you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I mean maybe. Um, it was. It were was, you uh, blue at the time? No, no, that was that was all these yahoos. Um, yes, uh, it was partially yes. uh, the desert nearby the city, and then in the city for a little bit. But then after that, I was mostly just stuck at this is the place. Um, and what what is the place? Oh, it's just a big store that sold fumbles. Uh, it's oh. kind of it's kind of morally questionable now that I look back on it for sure. I, um, I think <laughs> it is. I think it has always been morally questionable from the moment it was conceived. Yeah, but like at the time, I wasn't really uh, thinking about that. I was mostly just thinking about you know food and and rolling. Um, and the and the the other fumbles. I've heard you are a. Uh, you are a uh, a lover. Yes. Oh, I mean, sure, but the ones the ones at this is the place weren't weren't really my type. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yes, I mean, we were like in captivity. It would have been weird. Sure, sure. Yeah. You're uh, distracted <laughs> of other things. I guess you and I both have understood what it means to be a social outcast. Oh yeah, to, definitely. I'm I'm blue, be. so it's. Yes. Well, I guess that's not true, because I mean, since I turned blue, I've had like a posse to travel around with so ever since i have been blue as well i have met this posse (laughs) trouble trouble's just like i don't what what do you you're not blue what do you mean oh i'm trying to work on this language's uh, idiots i mean idioms (laughs) Idioms yes does does blue does blue mean something i love that uh, like i don't remember whether it was if it was trouble or if it was a beal that brought it up but i love that somebody made the connection of like yeah it was mostly just like Survive, consume nutrients, reproduce. <laughs> Those were kind of yeah, my three trouble. main thoughts. 
and now I and now I pay taxes. Yeah, now I <laughs> now I have a human brain. Yeah, now I have stress. Uh, blue, blue is not just color; it is also apparently what I am all the time. That's what Jonathan said. So uh, what? Maybe it is accounting. I think. Blue is accounting? Always yes. followed by dub dub die Yes. He keeps saying it all the time. Huh. One of the Glenwian songs, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. Hey, look at these sticks. Wow. Oh, these okay, are we found it. <laughs> you could really walk, knock a guy out with this. And then they found some sticks. Perfect. I'm going to say with the triple advantage that they're also going to find something else. Ooh, okay. And it was friendship the whole time. I'm um, just because I'm lazy. I'm gonna make it just a uh, while they're fi- walking around. They're also stumble upon uh, like a tiny treasure chest. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. <clears throat> like someone had hit it in the jungle as like a as a as uh, a goof. Jungle pirates out here. Like a cash, <laughs> yeah. And um, so Abiel is gonna keep those to himself. Wow, rude. Well, he'll split, he'll, he'll split the money. The money inside the treasure. It's chest. literally just money. Yeah, <laughs> he'll split it. He'll split it with trouble. Is, is it silver decent. paper? It's silver paper. Okay. He's like the only money I have is the business money, and I would like to have a personal account. So this will be for me. And okay. So each of you guys are gonna get. I mean, it's gotta be a good treasure chest. <laughs> um, I will deal with the ramifications of this later. We each get twenty thousand silver paper. Jeez. Okay. I truly don't know. I can't do the math fast enough of how much that actually is, but. No it's idea. Big, it's big. It's a lot. I found a good treasure chest. This is technically the first time Trouble has ever owned money. I think Abil says this too because he has seen a little bit of his interaction. He says, yeah, "Now yeah. you can pay for all the bulls you're trying to collect." Right, right. The bulls. I. It's not collecting. <laughs> Co- okay, God. I. Fine. I'll explain this. You give the money to people when they're selling bulls so they stop pointing at you that's how society works i learned all about it in instagram i'll i'll explain it in more detail if you want but it's it that's the gist of it this is like a child with like emotional trauma explaining their behaviors <laughs> oh my goodness like you know no. what i mean like this is no this i just is like he some thinks twisted, that's how it works right but this is like the twisted logic of somebody who's like been hurt before you know what i mean like we wow. do the thing so the bad stuff doesn't happen. Like, why is okay. this such a weird thing I mean, oh, for man. you? To be fair, Trouble has had yeah. a very no, rough life. Right. He was imprisoned. He was, like, physically transformed. I didn't he fully intend finished. this dark tone, but you aren't wrong. Not not yeah. just imprisoned, but paraded around the lobby of an establishment that yeah. actively turns his species into garments. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then when he finally finds a safe place, his fifth, he turns into a different species, right? And is then teleported to a completely new climate. That's confusing for anybody. Taken to school, yeah, <laughs> literally, and and then he had a person flapping him at his shoulders with a stick a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah, yeah, trouble's life has been a lot of trouble. He is convinced that he's figure out he's figured yeah, out economics, yep. so he's very proud of that. Yes, talking to the accounting master. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the bill goes, I I think he'll he'll yeah. end this conversation. He goes, I magically can understand the economics and the currency and the mathematics of every possible currency and economy in the entire world. And um you're absolutely correct. That is what it is. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
went to school for like one afternoon, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and you won. I saw it. It was great. All right, so that's them. Uh, that leaves us with Rainer. <laughs> that was <Quiss>. fucking delightful. <laughs> yeah, Rainer, Quist, and Leroy for the day. Did you have anything you super wanted Quist to get to, Jake? Because I want to have Rainer talk to him. Uh, no, go for it. I was okay. literally trying to figure out what to do besides like hitting shit with a spear. Because that's <laughs> right, what I right. think Quist would do with it. Rainer, you can talk to Quist, and that won't be his thing. Okay, dope. So Rainer, Rainer's going to have a conversation with Quist, and <laughs> I don't know how to get into this topic. <laughs> I think I think Rainer just approaches him and he's like, okay, so I don't love that I'm still thinking about this, but like I keep thinking about the book, right? We just have it with us now. And like I know what Leroy's doing. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, I've given Nathan an idea. <laughs> um and he's just like, you know, I still hold to what what we kind of agreed when we were leaving the Bawaiu, right? It's really, really dangerous. We need to be sparing about how we use it. <sighs> but also it did give us some really good information about possible music weaknesses and if there's a way to redo his whole shtick, right? And I just can't help thinking, maybe we ought to try it again. And I feel very nervous saying that because okay. it has the potential and he just to starts so taking wrong. it out. <laughs> he just takes. <laughs> he just starts taking it out. All right. He uh he stabs his spear into the ground point first to take out the book and <laughs> you know heftily starts like raising it up out of Christopher and oh my gosh I love Christopher <laughs> beautiful are you doing a roll I... yeah well Man, I suppose I... Rainer would probably do it I don't believe Rainer himself actually did it in the book episode so I think he's going to now are you sad that you didn't get a turn with the book yeah right. Um, I think, well, since Leroy wants to do this as well, this is what his turn for the day will be. He's like, hey, I heard y'all talking about books. Um, <laughs> I won't be part of this action. You're first, though, Rainer, obviously. You're good. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not my book. I kind of figured I would ask Quiss about it since he's kind of the, the... The bookkeeper. I was going to say the bookkeeper, but then I realized that's a loaded term, so I can't call yeah. him the keeper. Um, now, I do got to say, yeah. I think as the book is coming out and you know, yeah. Leroy sees the Mirjic symbol, right. we've talked about us as a group being called the Mirjicians, and I like it. It's funny, oh, yeah. but I think out of everyone, the three of us were the Mirjicians, <laughs> right? We use the Mirjic <laughs> items the most. We've, we're the ones who've talked to Mirjic in his little castle. So, oh yeah, we we're the magicians. Boy, I don't love that we have like more of a connection with the, the super volatile chaos god than than the rest of our crew. But I guess we kind of do. Hey man, tell me about it. Yeah, which of us has the most connection? Because like Quiz, obviously, you were like his his dude. I mean, probably Quiz. But like Rainer, you're the one he's always like griping about. He does but then I have my entire family's history was trying to concoct a special bread to communicate with Mirjik. So I've gone through like three personality changes. Why am I competing? Why am I jealous? What <laughs> oh, is this? No. <laughs> Leroy, this is not a joke. I, I have multiple different times forgotten that your family was part of a secret plot to. That's what I'm using the book for today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that other stuff kind of comes along and you, you kind of I kind of forget about it. Also, I think this will make sense why Leroy's remembering this this conversation now. Yeah. Is Bjorn definitely called 
Oh, okay. You know, to the day before, because he calls every day. Yeah. And there's nothing, like, super plot important that happened, but he did bring Leroy's parents Bakers. along. Yeah, there we go. Uh, he brought the Bakers, and Aww. so they were able to have a conversation with him, and that's now he's kind of remembered, oh, yeah, this thing that was going on. Oh, yeah, my family has a secret, like, room that we can't go into. <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I said. As most right. families do. Yeah. We've teased enough. We've yeah. got the music book. Yeah. What do you want to find? I guess what Rainer's thinking when he opens the book is, this is very specific, but what came to mind was like, what can I do to protect the heart of Anima from Mirjik screwing it up, you know? Hmm. Like, if that is way too specific, I'll, I can try to think of some other stuff, too. No, that's good. Obviously, depending upon what you roll will determine how helpful that is. Like, how helpful it is to answering that question. Wait, holy shit, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. I'm going to talk for like 30 seconds and then y'all can tell me say, if this I is can, stupid I can do or not. literally nothing but hear you out. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. So I'm going to say this and then we can take it back if we need to. Rainer opens the book and the thing he is meaning to think about when he opens the book to get that information is, you know, is there a way I can help defend the heart of anima from Mirjik just screwing it all up right but at the moment he opens the book a different thought comes in and distracts him for just mm. a second because it's something that we all know Rainer does worry about a lot and that thought is am i really the hero okay roll a d20 do, do we feel like that's do we feel I like that'll be great, good that'll be interesting that's a great plot point okay yeah. okay especially because we haven't really resolved the yeah, thing at the end right? of season two. Right? Yeah. And it, it strikes me as the kind of thing that would sort of pop up in his thoughts, like, when he's not really trying to think about right. it, you know? Roll that d20. I Boy. already did. That's not true. I just did. It was an 11. 11. <laughs> so we might get a really anticlimactic, like, here's something that's not helpful. <laughs> yeah. Great question. Great yeah. setup. But right. magic in all its goodness. Um... <laughs> Oh, man. You open up the book, and inside you see <laughs> it's written in Orcish, but of course you can read it. There's a couple stains on the paper, um, <laughs> but on it is the recipe for... It's always recipes. JJ's Jungle Jumble. Oh, my God. Oh. It's all there. Huh. And now you know how to make it. Wow. Including his secret seasoning at the bottom. Oh. Huh. I don't really know what to do with this information. Leroy, do you like do you like want to do you, do you like learning new recipes if it doesn't have anything to do with bread? I mean, you could take a look at this if you want. I mean, no, I I kind of want okay. a bread recipe. That's like the whole point. I mean, for I sure. open the book, yeah. For sure, for sure. I just want to make sure nobody like super wanted this before I close it and it's lost forever. I think that's how this works. Oh well. As as yeah. Rainer is saying that, Quest is like slowly closing the book again. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. There was that nugget uh, of history right. that I guess it's not lost forever. You could yeah, just I was go find say, Rainer. You you him. will remember it for all of time. If anyone needs yeah. it, you just tell him. That's true. Rainer, I know what it's like to lose memories forever, <laughs> and what you have is the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. I for, no, I, I forgot about the uh, perma memory thing from this book. <laughs> so it is now canon that Rainer, no matter what happens to him in this earthly life, will always remember how to make JJ's jumble jumble. Rainer can definitely start like a second business and undercut. Rainer can like franchise in Glenwood. Jumble, jumble. Yeah. 
JJ could jungle jumble. It's true. He could do that. Jungle jump. RB's jungle jumble. Just writing that down in my inventory quick. I think Permanent Leroy memory. is torn because now that actually that he just mentioned this memory stuff. Now he's kind of curious about memory things, but I think he's going to stick to it. He's going to stick to his original plan of he wants to learn more about just, yeah, this family history with Mirjik stuff. Nice. Okay. Dice roll number 57. Uh, no, that's a, we rolled a seven. So he opens it up and it's an Excel spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> well, this could be kind of helpful. It's a census record of Goldon through the years. Huh. Um, and he's able to see it's the, the family lineage of the Bakers. Whoa. Um, so it kind of just shows, uh, yeah, in this year when the census was taken, there were this many people in each household headed by this person. <laughs> and it's, you know, it goes back to the census records go all the way back to the founding of Glenwood. I was going to ask, actually, does that mean we can go back to that point and see exactly how old the town is? Yeah, so... Cool. Actually, so Goldon itself is older than uh, Glenwood as Whoa. a nation. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. In cool. fact, the, it was first founded when the land was occupied by the invading trolls. The oh, trolls yeah. that came in um, and liberated the people from the Elven Empire and then enslaved them again. Um, and <laughs> they founded this gold mine, and that is the first time... The census was taken because the trolls wanted to know how many slaves they had. So wow, that's the first record of the bakers. And so he can see his family has been living in this city for a long time. Damn. Interesting. We've had our roots. I wonder if that has impacted the special grain. Maybe because, oh, maybe because like, Bazal Ghul was there. Did that like change how the grain grew? Oh. <laughs> I have to ask mom and dad about that. They didn't tell me about that. It's interesting. I've never had to take stock and think before now if a spirit being stuck underground would somehow magically alter the food of the city above but if it does that's very strange to think about <laughs> hey so we're just going to jump in the middle of the story here so we promised you we would describe Quiz's hat in this episode right. we actually forgot to record that until like four recording sessions later right. so this is us record describing the hat which it does look like it no one in the episode work is going to talk about it, but That's in your true. own mind's eye, this is what Quiz's hat looks like. Jake, what is this hat? I'm, I don't even know what it is. What is the hat, Jake? So he definitely misses his old hat for sure, like the big green wizard's hat. Yeah. Um, and so this hat is going to be uh, similar. It's still going to be green. It's still going to have that same like kind of conical shape to it. Um, right, right. But the the wide like wizard's brim is like trimmed in gold. And here's the cool part: nice, similar nice. to the pyramid on the dollar bill, up where the point is supposed to be, the hat just stops, and then there's a gap, and then there's a second smaller hat yes. uh, that hovers <laughs> above that gap. What? But the point on that cap is kind of like bent a little bit. Oh, kind of... sure. Does it have an eyeball or it just floats? No, no, it just it oh, just kind of hovers and like slowly rotates. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. The the tip of that's the hat, so where it would be either a point or a little curly do or anything else, is instead its own hat. Yes. Oh, I love that this floats. so much. Yeah. Over a flat surface. Yeah. Yeah. The the the, the, the cone yeah. terminates in a flat 
like plateau yeah. and then right. there is a gap of magic and then a smaller <laughs> wizard's hat yes yes can you take off that separate hat don't know or is it we'll find out okay great you can um, try it, <laughs> the last detail you got was you can have one beyond natural trait what is the hat like game stat wise what does it do uh it wards uh magical attacks it wards against magical attacks okay Ooh, so okay i like that so it gives okay. you a re- like more resistance against spell yes attacks hell yeah okay great. simple easy mark that down on quiz's character sheet. done Okay, well, I hope I you all enjoy that the, hat because yeah. we're not going to talk about it for the rest of the episode. <laughs> but it's there. But it's there. So, okay, back to the story. Let's wrap up these uh, little vignettes with yeah. Quiz. Want to do some wand stuff? Yeah. Oh, the wand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Quiz is going to rummage around in Christopher and look for his Bawaiu wand. Yep, you pull it out. And he, he kind of looks it over. And he tries to, you know what? He's just gonna. Oh, I don't even know. I might need a new move for this. Ooh, what do you try to okay. do? He's just gonna channel anima. Like he's just going to Whoa, like okay. Harry Potter style. Just let anima like flow through his arm and through the wand yeah. and just see what happens. Yeah, I'm gonna say we're not making up a move right now. Sure. Based off what happens, it could become a move. I think if you're just like channeling anima, then that's just uh, spellcasting. Which he's good at. Nice, nice. I'm going to say just in general too with the wand is it's not going to add boosts and stuff. It will just mean the result of what you're doing will be stronger, period. Nice, okay. Success or failure. So, All right, channel that anima difficulty three boost because the Orwell jungle. Three successes, three advantages. Whoa. Yeah. I I mean we've already established three advantages as ground for a new move. Wonderful one. So do you want Quiz to get a new spell from this? Uh, yeah. Moment? Okay. Nice. So I think visually what's going down is Quiz is just kind of like he's just holding the wand and he's just trying to like get in that sense, which we've already established he's kind of been able to already attune to the anima in this area, like the humidity of the anima, you know. Right. Um, and they are progressively getting closer to the heart of anima. I mean, it's been only a couple of days, so it's not that much of a difference but you're closer you just kind of like you know just trying to shove it all through there and then bam something happens jake what kind of spell do you want what's that spell i want it to be it seems silly but we're all working on like combat stuff on this walk like rainer has a harming spell eloise getting better with her <laughs> weapons and quiz doesn't really have any combat magic like he's got fire He's got a ring that shoots fire, though. Okay, right, you can have another one. I'm saying he's got a yeah, ring. He's got a ring that shoots fire. Everything else is make a drink cold, go to sleep. You know, this like is true. He, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to, I want to play on this idea that like Quiss and Conquiss are not separate entities anymore. Okay. You know, like there are remnants yeah. of both. And so I want, I want him to have a spell that draws on. Quiz's anima and conquest's mirjik. Hmm. Ooh, okay. You know what I, I mean. I will have to. I will have to say this. Just lore wise, those two things are different. Right. I, I'm. Let me let me rephrase that. I want a spell that doesn't necessarily coincide with his like convenience wizard training. Oh, I get that. Yeah. You you want like a a, a legitimate wizard spell? Yes. Because like conquest did some crazy shit. 
I really loved the one where it was like roll a d20 and it chose one of the 20 like weird elements you came up with on a table. Yep. How about this? We will roll. We can roll on that d20 thing again and whatever we land on that is now a consistent combat Ooh. spell you can do. So it won't be random in the future, okay. but it is random now. Sure, let's do it. All right, roll a dice for that. Um, we're now over 60 dice rolls, I think. Electric, which I love because it's <gasps> perfect. Yeah. Oh my God. So you just got to, I mean, you got good old fashioned, like a lightning bolt. Nice. <laughs> it, it It's standard arcs from the tip of the wand to where you're trying to hit. It's the most generic default combat wizard spell, but if it, I mean, that's because it works. Because <laughs> it works. Yeah, uh, I think he does it, and he's just like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone notices, because like a bolt of lightning just arced from the, the jungle. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, what? But but it, it it happened like right when like Rainer or somebody was in the middle of saying like, so what makes this different from the ring? I mean, is it just stronger or like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's it. That's the difference right there. It does a lightning. There's just like a smoking pile where one of the trees used to be. No, the jungle's fine. <laughs> jungle's fine because there are no disadvantages. Everything's fine. Yeah, it just like it dispersed into the into yeah. the air. Nice. Yeah, that's how electricity works. Okay. <laughs> Don't fucking science me. This is magic. Did you write down, we got yourself a new move? Yes. Nice. Lightning bolt, DP, spellcasting, pretty standard stuff. Yep. Um, and it does a spell-damaged um, attack. So, like, yes. when it attacks someone, it will be against their spell resistance. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Which is good. Not a lot of people have spell resistance. They might in Varden, actually. That makes sense. I'm going to call this move Donald's Revenge. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a silly character in this party, but I so badly want someone to suggest calling it the lightning rod because like it's a wand that shoots lightning, right? I mean, did but we already think, have a name for the wand? The, well, they, no, but it's not explicitly okay. like it's not like the rings where like it has a built-in purpose. The wand is just like yeah. a, like a conduit. Oh, correct. It correct. could potentially have other things. Like like yes. Quist can do his other magic with the wand. Oh, I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the key difference. So, like, wands can do all the magic just better. Rings for sure, for are sure, for, for sure. more, like, basic beginner stuff where, like, hey, here's your pre-prep spell in the ring. And he had, like, a standard spellcasting ring um, that could help him do, you know, smaller spells. Right. But nothing like this. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, everyone's done their stuff for... Uh, this session. Yes. Everyone has been improving their combat. It's been quite a productive day. I, I mean, Grilta's... Yeah. You know, she's been trucking forward. Everyone's having a good time. Um, and it's uh, in the afternoon, after all these things have happened, after the lightning bolt, after the book stuff, after the, the training, after finding the bow staffs, and Grilta says, Hey, guys. Everyone, everyone, come here. Everyone, sh- be quiet. Shh, sh- come here, come here. <laughs> we do that. Yeah, we oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, right, gather around. She's okay. So we're reaching a portion of uh, the jungle where so far it's been pretty big trees, and it's still gonna be big trees. But we're gonna be going through a slight clearing, and I just kind of poked ahead, and it's really nice. I mean, it's got some really lush mosses everywhere, so it's not like a bunch of wild grass. It's just like really soft, springy moss. Yeah, yeah. So it's really fun time. But this is the kind of area 
and some of you might pay attention yesterday, they mentioned this, that true high love. They love nibbling on the moss. They love bouncing on the moss. I think there's some up ahead. Ooh, okay. And so she kind of like leads everyone into the clearing. And it's not like endless fields. I mean, you can definitely kind of see the end of the clearing, but it is big enough that it's spacious. And yeah, it's... I'm picturing just kind of like that Windows desktop, you know, where it's got <laughs> oh, the, yeah. the green hill. Uh, it's like that, where it's a bunch of rolling hills, nice. and it's like super green, um, super mossy, and almost has kind of like a, a spring to it. Like if you push on it, it kind of pushes back. And you can see a little bit up in the distance that there is a deer-like creature prancing along on this moss <laughs> um, and giving it some extra spring to it. What's the uh, what's the horn situation? That's a great question. <laughs> you know what? I got dice for this. You're only seeing the highest one that's out there is like a four point. Okay. So they're pretty pretty young. Um, obviously some, some younger ones, uh, some females who obviously don't have uh, antlers. So it seems like it's a fairly newer group. When we were in the Instagram, we saw like a little statue or a relief or something that had one of the creatures on it. And I was that, am I right in thinking that was not the true Huss? Was that a different one? It, no, it was. It so had all there of was, okay. There was a, a shield that Eloise and Grog saw, and I think everyone else saw it once they came to the Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, they had all the creatures on it. But yeah, let me give you a little more description. Um, Perfect. So start with your standard deer a white-tailed deer, but it is a bit more horse-like, and so it's a little bit chunkier. It's not quite as skinny as, as a deer is. Face is a little bit more elongated than a deer. Uh, it is a it is a brown color primarily, but it has almost kind of fades to bluish-green um, color okay. um, near its feet. Um, so it's brown on the back and then greenish near the legs and it has a tail so it's not like a short little tail it has it could get bushy if it wasn't taken care of kind of tail but right now right, these are right. kind of more kept so they're all a little, little tighter together um and then yeah antlers cool what does the group do uh eloise turns to grog and says you think we can take one Ooh. well i mean i don't know about you but i would love to be able to go home and say that i'm a true house I, th- I mean that would be <laughs> that would be like hey Dad, um, I got a name. I'm a Trujas, and uh, here's a new thing I'm doing in my <laughs> friends. So, yeah, uh, we should definitely try. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot to mention too. The the antlers have they're not like solid gold, but they have like golden tips. Um, oh. That oh. Transition into. Yeah. So I think I think uh, Eloise turns to Grilta. She's like, "Okay, Grilta. I mean, you've killed one of these things before. What do we need to look out for?" Yeah. So. They, as you can tell, are very nimble. Uh, this is their terrain. This is their zone. So they can bounce. They can dodge. They can hop and run. They are prey. So they are very good at knowing when predators are around, which would be us. Right. So, yeah, long range is good. So your spear quest is good. Your meteor hammer is going to be okay. You'll get some distance on it. That's going to be all right. Chris, I don't even know what you... That wand might work, too. Oh, my God. Just hunting with lightning. I've tried it. It doesn't work very well. Grog punching it is going to be... That's going to be tough. Kind of surprising that none of us have picked up a bow or anything yet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Katrina was good at throwing stuff. 
Yeah, she was. I mean, she is. She's not dead. What are we talking about? <laughs> I hope she's not dead. Yeah. Uh, I killed the uh, my true house, uh, five point, which I got, I, I I did lie earlier to <gasps> the uh, the magistrate. I said seven to impress him, but it, it was only five. Whoa. <laughs> So, you know, gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. But anyway, <laughs> I did kill mine with, uh, I had a trap that I set because I knew the lo- I knew the location. And so then once I trapped it, then I just went up and I, I stabbed it. So you said this big open field, like the, the windows background, um, <laughs> is it like super tall grass or is it just like, as soon as we step out of the trees, we're in the open and we can be seen. Yeah. So there's some shrubbery. Uh, like some ferns, foliage. some bushes, uh, some foliage, but there's not really grass in this area. Like I said, it's mainly this moss has grown over whatever rocks or fallen trees are here to create kind of this rounded, bumpy, springy terrain. Like right. picture like the whole ground is covered in like green sponges is kind of like that description. And they nibble on that moss. They like it. It's, it, it <laughs> tastes sweet to them. Um, so basically, if you're going to do this uh, roll... Um, with anything with a trujas, that's difficulty three. Yep. Um, but with Grilta's assistance, you get a boost. But because it's their terrain, it's a setback. So, so should I just leave that off? No, you roll them both. <laughs> we gotta get more dice. We gotta get more dice. So I'm I'm currently rolling seven dice. Okay, we're in seven. I don't think now. the setback and boost are perfectly even either. I think they're a little different. They are a little different, yeah. The, the boost is yeah. better than the setback is. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a failure with disadvantage. Oh, no. Which is about uh, what I expected. From from Eloise? Yeah. Yeah, she goes to try try and kill him. I think um, she was just uh, trying to, like, like loop the meteor hammer, like, the, the chain, like, around one of their horns and, like, drag them down. Oh, sure. Just kind of got lost in the weeds. <laughs> yeah, uh, she she missed. I mean, it's straight and simple like that. The disadvantage is going to be I don't want him to run away. So maybe a couple of the bigger, like one of the couple of the bigger ones, like turn around to defend the herd. Yeah. So they don't they don't flee. So I think maybe that could be something that makes Trujas, you know, more of a formidable threat. Is sometimes they run away, but sometimes they, they stay. They fight. <laughs> oh boy, they stay. And so they are now <laughs> aware of your presence. And are in defense mode. Uh, 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 Grog. <laughs> okay, um, okay, I, 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 it's, it's my turn, I guess. My turn. Okay, I got this. He gets into it. Uh, Eloise should have rolled her fighting, done her fighting stance. Damn it. That's true, she was too <laughs> eager. Is that is that a whole separate move? It's a move that gives her like a boost on it, I think. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so Grog is going to... Um, yeah, you add an additional green die. Grog is going to use his move, Sandrake Punch, um, which uses 1 KP, um, where you punch really, really fast and you ignore setbacks. Sandrake Punch! Attack. Sandrake Punch! <laughs> Let's use these moves. Come on, big mama. He's got a big dice roll here. Uncle the odds die. are in his favor. So that's a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think we're at eighty. That's eight. He rolls. Well, yeah, five Damn. good dice, three bad. Not dice. bad. I think we're. I think we're at ninety ten. <laughs> we're at ninety hundred. Yeah, it's wild how know. that got us to exactly a hundred, even though we were at like fifty before. <laughs> All right, moment of truth. What do we got? No triumphs. No triumphs. Moment of truchas. Hey, that is exactly zero. Of everything? Uh, 
of everything. So that's oh. a failure. That's a failure, my friends. Disappointed. Again, I think Gorky just goes to try to punch really, really fast. Amania's fast. He doesn't get hurt. Nothing like that happens. But these are quick creatures. They are nimble and they bounce and spring away um, from their terrain. Does anyone else want to make any attacks? I can't think of either of my characters doing it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Rainer would There's try trouble. to take a swing at it with. I. Uh, I. I know. I've. I know. I've set him up to be like a uh, sort of more more scrappy than Rainer is, but I still don't think he would like go out of his way to just attack this animal. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm gonna say no. A already knows he ain't. He ain't gonna do it. He's got a stick now, but he ain't gonna... He's not gonna be able to succeed on that. (laughs) Um, Not gonna happen. Okay, okay. How about this? Gorg, he's upset. He's bummed. He turns to Eloise and he goes, Eloise, one more time. But this time, let's do it together. Get your fighting stance. (laughs) Yep, alright, I'll roll that. I think... Does she have to roll for... Fighting stance? I think so, right? It just says uh, you use an IP and you gain, you add an additional green die. Okay, then that's just it. Okay. Is she going to be using her other move? Yeah, probably. All right, so use Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. So I do the trifecta. I use an IP, a KP, and a PP. Ooh. I mean, come on. It's not like we're going to run out because uh, we're in a traveling episode. Uh, <laughs> Gorg is going to attempt his punch again. I mean, that's why we have all this stuff for... Um, and he's got quite a few KP, so he can make another attempt. So I'm just rolling uh, three against my weapon handling. Yep. But you add an extra green. Yep. And they're both going to go at the same time. Um, we both still have the boost from Grilta. Nice, you still nice. have a setback, um, Eloise. Gorg doesn't from his move. I'm rolling a lot of dice. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> hitting 100 because I'm rolling another I'm rolling eight. eight dice. Yep. Yeah. Jeez, really? Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're definitely 100 dice. Not bad. We rolled a D. <gasps> Guys. What? One of my yellow dice. Rolled a triumph. It was a triumph? It was a triumph. Oh, man. It was a triumph. Uh, Just straight success. Nice. Straight success. That is interesting. I got, and even including the triumph's success, it was a failure, but with an advantage and triumph. Okay. Yeah, I just got a straight success, no advantages or disadvantages. So then I think, here's what happens. Right. Eloise gets the kill. Ooh. Eloise gets the kill. And I know how the triumph is going to play out. Okay. They're both going for the attack. They, they've they been practicing. They've been practicing all day for this moment. Gorg goes in from one way. He's got his Sandrake glove punching, I mean, beyond fast. It's a blur to everybody else. <laughs> um, and he's, you know, pushing them in one direction. Right. Of course, the younger Truhai run away, but the, the oldest buck, you know, the 4.1, he's the one in the front. He's able to get a couple punches in on the buck, but it doesn't knock it out. And so Eloise is able to, from behind, use her meteor hammer in just like straight David and Goliath style, yes. right to the center of Ooh. its forehead, knocking it out. Damn, um, okay. And it is able to, to fall on that blow. Wow. Uh, it collapses to the ground. The rest of the Truhai all leave, and there's kind of a moment of of quiet as the group looks around, and Grilta comes over and puts her hand on Eloise's shoulder, and she's like, Nice to meet you, Truhai's four. Well done. Wow. You are now the second highest ranked person in this party. <laughs> well 
that is your trophy if you wish to keep it. She gestures to the, the golden antlers. Oh, hell yeah. Eloise goes over and just like grabs them and just kind of like picks up the head and kind of moves the antlers around and goes, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what. Um. <laughs> I can help you. I can help you. She, she helps you, you know, get them off, clean it. Um, and of course, wow. we're not just going to leave the body. She, she shows you guys how to prepare the, the meat yes, and keep yes, that. Yes, yes. And okay. Keep the that was going to be the next question. We use everything. the whole buffalo. We're not yeah, just, we're not just brutal, like punching this animal to yeah, death we're not just for hunting no for reason. sport. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, she shows like, okay, this is good. We're running low. Right, right. I mean, JJ's food was good, but we'll get some fresh meat for dinner tonight. This would be great. Um, and so once all of that is properly taken care of and cleaned up, uh, Grilta does just a quick little prayer to God through us. And she goes, wow, that's uh, that was a productive day. And I think Grorg, what he's going to get out of it um, is he's going to keep the, the hide, that brown oh, okay. to green hide, and he'll use that for something. I'll just say Eloise obviously gets antlers, but he gets the height. I'm going to write that down. But right as they're about to leave this clearing, um, they see the the herd off in the distance. And one of the... Uh-huh. I mean, y'all probably guessed this was coming a mile away. I mean, this is, oh, boy. There's a pattern. There's a pattern now to this story. It's episode 100. We got ourselves a 17... We got ourselves a triumph roll, yeah. and we hit our hundred dice rolls. So yeah. one of the true high, a true house comes walking up to you on all four legs, right? And then he's walking on two legs. Oh, there it is! And it grows a little bit bigger, <laughs> and the world begins to shift and and warp a little bit around you, a little hazy, a little lens, and I think Libra goes. Now at this point, it's just kind of getting predictable. <laughs> It just, it's kind of just what I expect. I texted Jake about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely bet that Nathan's going to end this episode with Truhaas showing up. <laughs> That's it. I guess after 100 episodes, uh, I'll become a little bit predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, Questies. It's me, Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 24 of season 3, a.k.a. episode 100. 100. I still can't believe we did it as I'm recording this right now. This is this is insane. This is so, so many episodes. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this very long journey uh, to celebrate. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. And so I've actually got two very big announcements. I'm finally making the announcements, guys. I'm finally doing them. Uh, and the first announcement that I'm really excited to tell you is that we here at Night's Quest finally have our own Patreon. Yes. Now, for those of you who don't know what a Patreon is, it's it's a website called Patreon where fans of a show or a group or whatever can support that um, show by giving money through Patreon. And in return, they're given rewards. So... For us here at Night's Quest, what that means is you can go to patreon.com slash kqpodcast or 
you can go to our website, kickapodcast.com, and click the Patreon button. And there you will be given uh, a couple different tiers, a couple of different giving levels where you can choose how much you want to give to support the show. And in return, you will be given extra Night's Quest stuff. This includes uh, more bonus episodes that just are for patrons, patron-exclusive stickers, a Discord channel for just the patrons. Um, you can also engage more with the show, like suggesting what kind of bonus episodes you want. Suggest names for characters or other story ideas. Um, and of course, you get you'll get a discount on previously existing Night's Quest merch. So all of this will be available for you, depending upon what giving level you try out. I'm super excited to yeah just connect with you guys more and create this extra stuff. And of course, all the money that you give to Patreon. Um, or at least like 99% of it, cause like a tiny bit goes to Patreon, but 99% of it goes to supporting us and paying for the fees that we have to pay and upgrading equipment. And if a bunch of people sign up and support, then we can do even crazier stuff. Like maybe like live shows and more merch ideas. So please go and check it out again, kqpodcast.com, click on the Patreon button or go to patreon.com slash kqpodcast. Both of those are going to take you there. And yeah, just check out the levels. See what you can give. Uh, one thing I just want to give a, like a heads up. Obviously, we would love your support. But if you're in a position where you don't have a lot of extra money, maybe you're in college or you're just broke or things are just tight, you don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about giving. The show is still going to remain free. This like What we're doing right here, that's going to stay the same. But if you are able to give a couple extra bucks every month, we would love for your support. And in return, we would love to get you more Night's Quest stuff. So again, check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, uh, we are going to be taking a mid-season break. Again, I talked about this again in the last announcement. Um, from now until the end of 2021, we are not going to be releasing any normal story content episodes. However, we will still be releasing stuff every other week and then some. So here's the roadmap. Next week, that's right, one week from this episode coming out, we are going to be releasing a short little nighttime. It's not a full hour. It's only, I think, like 15, 17 minutes. So that's why I'm releasing it in between them. But hey, it's just a short little thing of us talking about what it's like to be at 100 episodes. Then in two weeks, you guys are going to get an episode of us reading the original text that inspired us to record this podcast. It's goofy. It we make we make fun of it. <laughs> if you like bad writing, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So we, we have we have a blast. So that's coming out in two weeks. In four weeks, we get a prequel episode, as I said, uh, that Jake and Jamie recorded of when Jonathan first arrives to Goldon. So that's a lot of fun. And then in six weeks, we'll uh, release some of our warm-ups, what we call them three-line dialogues. Uh, this is how we prepare for every single episode, is we just do really short mini-scenes where we kind of make up some new characters and test out new voices. And <laughs> we started recording them because they were so funny. They were like, we just want to keep them. And we have a bunch of them, and I think you guys will appreciate that too. And then in January, we'll get back to episode 25 of the main story. So... Yeah, a lot of fun things to look forward to as we celebrate 100 episodes. Uh, again, such such a big thank you to all of you guys for just being with us, for your engagement on Facebook and Reddit and Instagram, uh, you know, golf ball and buying merch and music and memes and all that stuff. So thank you so much. And we aren't stopping. You know, hopefully we got 100 more episodes coming of Night's Quest. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited for even bigger and better things. But before we close the episode, uh, I do got a quick little promo for a different podcast who's going to be shouting us out on their show. So take a listen. Hello, 
friends. My name is Andrew, and I'm the host of a show called Fort Worth Roots. It's a podcast where we take in people from all walks of life. We've had authors, musicians. uh, We've even had a politician. Basically, if it's somebody that's making our community a better place, we want to put them in front of the microphone and let you hear their story. Thank you for supporting the show that you're listening to right now. We would like you to come check out our show because we've decided between me and the host of this show that you might like our show too. It's recorded right here out of Fort Worth, Texas, and you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms or on fortworthroots.com. Thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful day, and I'll see you soon. Peace. Again, one last time. Thank you so much, Questies, for your love, your support, your patience, as sometimes our plot is a little slower than we would like it to be. Uh, but yeah, you, you've been incredible fans and we hope to see you at Patreon, um, for some more fun stuff. Otherwise we'll see you actually next week with another episode and may your place in his story belong. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the episode is just Nathan going, well, (laughs) that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Go home. That's perfect. Go home, everybody. (laughs) <laughs> that's the last one that's it game over game over you won yeah. you won Friday <laughs> you won Friday or whenever you listen to it yeah 100 episodes million dollars <laughs> <Get it. laughs>